I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yes, yes, y'all. Who got the vibe? It's the tribe, y'all. Real live, y'all. Live, y'all. Inside, outside, come around. Brown. Some may I say, call me Charlie. The word is the herb and I'm deep like Bob Marley. Lay back on the payback. Evolve, rotate the gates. Contact. Can I get a hit? Hit. Boom, bip with a brother named Tip and we're ready to flip. East Coast stomping, rimping and romping. New York, North, Kakalaka and Compton. Check it, check it, check it out. The loose for the truth, more bounce to the ounce. Hey, welcome to the Black Outers Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. I'm sorry I was a bad uh, backup man. <laughs> uh, well, you know, if you I don't tried. know all the words, okay. you know, you I ain't want to mess your rhythm up there. Oh, no, I'm, I was, I got the rhythm. I've, know all the words back and forth you know me i didn't want to jump in at the wrong time so i said you know what let me just sit back (laughs) i was about to get into that why how now bow but now brown cow the ill for the still get down for the flex um but yeah it's uh sunday morning um very lovely sunday morning um in north carolina um Mm -hmm. i already had breakfast it was good Mm mm-hmm i already walked outside amongst the silkworms and stink bugs Oh my God, them fucking silkworm thingies, whatever the hell they call it, they get on my nerves. They hang from trees. They get everywhere. It's like spider webs. You walk into them. Everybody think you're crazy. Coworkers been coming to work with like green and brown moving shit on in the hair and shit like that. Cause you know, it is around your car if you park. Them things are fucking annoying. It's extremely frustrating to deal with this shit. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, pollens everywhere, which means trees are fucking again. <laughs> There's tree sperm yes, all in your face, and all I, in your hair, your lungs. I refuse to wash my car until that shit dies down. All What's in the your point? throat. Just tree sperm everywhere. Just ugh. Oh. I hate this time of year, even though I love the heat. Um, I forget that the bugs come with it. Yeah, then they got them big ass bugs, like a quarters bouncing around off of each other, and they keep making me panic because I see bugs flying i thought about the bees and he talking about they're not bees oh uh, like, well you're talking about the wood bees uh, okay the, those huge bumblebees yes that, they don't have stingers but they're big as shit man <laughs> and, it, and the funny part is that i've seen them before but i always panic every year because i'm like oh fuck i don't want to get stung that's automatically where my mind goes so i'm like okay let me get the fuck out of here yeah man it's like i you know i love this time of year because of the weather but i hate outside so um you just end up a lot of times being like what the fuck is going on i know i do you know i and i feel bad for people to have allergies uh because this shit right here is not fun uh if grass pollen gets really high my allergies cut up and i can't speak for nobody else but that shit is the worst because it feels like fucking hot sauce got dabbed in your eyes and you can't breathe and mm. it just just fucks up everything. You you just you just want to sh- kill everybody around you because you're like, God damn, what's wrong with me? Yeah, this is the scariest shit ever, man. Um, You know, we haven't even gotten to, you know, the bigger bugs, you know, the praying mantises aren't out yet. You know, those um, little those little lizards that we have by the... uh. By the doorway, they haven't come back yet. No, they haven't. No, I haven't really seen mosquitoes this year. I mean, shit is going to get worse before it gets better. Mm, keep all of that bullshit. But welcome back, Summer. 
did we missed you or is it still spring whatever it I don't is no it's somewhere around it now. feels like it's been warm enough to call it something else at this point um this is the blackout tips podcast you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic just search the blackout tips um you know uh leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher we'll read them on the show regardless of content all the contact information for the show is in the blackouttips.com slash about section um we're at the blackouttips.com voting the polls leave uh comments on the episodes we love to read those we respond to them on saturday when we do our feedback show um you know everybody that takes the time out to do that that also helps the show out yes it does um what oh my spreecast just dropped hold on yeah we might i don't know we gotta fix that because yeah. and, and that really started happening really bad since he fixed that shit yeah yeah um let me see what i can do about this real quick um yeah because you can hear us recording but the yeah. chat room can't live podcasting just have to refresh and see if i can go back in there no idea why that happened uh let's see let's try it now okay all right i think we're back um sorry about that guys i got end up getting uh getting uh kicked out of my own chat yeah that um, upgrade is like mm-mm. yeah might have to switch my internet thing like this is from the wire anyway you guys don't give a fuck um <laughs> yeah but uh yeah so um yeah it was you know make sure you do all that stuff you can email us and uh you know leave reviews and uh vote in the polls uh we are sponsored today um we're double sponsored uh the first sponsor is actually uh wait hold on the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme <laughs> and today's podcast is brought to you by shadow dog productions Come visit their YouTube channel at youtube.com slash shadow dog production. By the time you hear this, there will be a new video up featuring Rod and Karen talking to the dead room actors, Gina Simon and Vanell. Vanell is the self-styled black girl who tips, by the way. It's a great interview. Check that out and check out our other videos. We love to, we love for you to leave likes and comments. Um, like I said, that stuff is very important. When you leave five star reviews for us, when you leave comments for, uh you know youtube videos for our sponsors and stuff it all helps to show out and uh keeps people you know paying us to you know read their copy mm-hmm. um so make sure you do that um we also have a another sponsor a little sexier let me see if we can get that going wait what that is not the song i picked that is not the song I picked. Uh-huh. What what is going on, guys? Uh, I don't know. Let's try this again. There we go. Fellas and ladies and everything in between. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Have you been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you can get 50% off of just about any item that they have. In addition to that 50% off, I mean, and we're talking about any item, um, condoms in bulk, uh, pornography, if you will. Maybe you don't like your pornography to stream and you want to see it on your big expensive TV and your Blu-ray player that you bought and all that shit. Well, you can do that by just going to adamandeve.com, 
and uh putting in code tbgwt getting half off of that you also get three free adult dvds a free extra gift that is so central i can't tell you what it is and free shipping that's code tbgwt at adamandeve.com for all of your free stuff man i suggest you guys take advantage of it uh not only does it help the show out but help yourself out you know people that orgasm have less stressful lives yes they do they, you know you realize that you know maybe the rent is late but it'll be okay what are they gonna do kick you out right away no you got plenty of time to pay that shit yes you do that's the kind of things that you need in your life it, it relaxes you you can tell um so make sure you guys do that man and um you know enjoy yourself peace all right we have a bunch of stuff to talk about today um first things first um donald sterling we have to get back into donald sterling okay apparently we're not done talking about him uh there's a whole bunch of news still going around um yesterday we kind of talked about it but he had a uh uh tape leak uh, audio tape of him talking to his uh what seems to be his mistress um yeah got that mixtape yeah. no shit from from all accounts uh seems that um this lady um seems to be his his mistress um the nba addressed it like it's funny because i called this shit yesterday on the show when I was like, yeah, um, you, people need to calm down because it's going to take a second. But um, this is not a player problem to address. Mm-mm. They have a job to do. They're victims in this, too. Yes, they are. We've all probably worked for somebody whose ideas, politics, uh, racial shit we didn't agree with. But that doesn't make you part of the problem, uh, honestly. Um, and it was kind of, you know, one of those things where there's a lot of moving parts to it. But people immediately jump down the players' throats. And I always find that that comes from a lot of jealousy. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times because people wish they could be these players. Um, and then also, you know, it's this whole black checking thing where like, a real brother would have did this. Muhammad Ali would have said so and so. It's like Muhammad Ali may be known for standing up against the Vietnam War, but he also, uh, used, uh, colorism to, um, take down joe frazier you know like th- there's is complexity and nuance to all this shit um not everyone's just a lionized hero that stands up for right all the time and not everyone's a coward either you know but people just getting their emotions about this shit and um people were just like all over the place you know i i, I put a post on facebook that kind of said hey everybody you know calm down um you got to have due process but also let's not get to blaming the players for something that's systematic and prop and pretty much in my opinion an owner problem the owners and the commissioners are the ones who are truly the peers of this man Mm -hmm. and should be embarrassed by him representing their league like the players can't really help what team they're on or who they play for Mm -mm. but um you know that they need to handle this themselves um because it's not really um the players responsibility to fix uh but you know people that sounds a little too much like right so people don't want to hear that you know um so yeah there's a ton of shit that happened um the uh the actual um commissioner the nba addressed it Mm -hmm. which you know pretty huge um i think um and pretty appropriate 
What? I, I think so, too, for the fact that I said this and I meant this. If the old commissioner would have been, he wouldn't have had a press conference. He wouldn't have addressed this shit. This shit would have rolled. Everybody would have talked about it. It had rolled on past another week or two until the Clippers got put off the playoffs and everything would have kept on pushing because the old commissioner, he just didn't address this shit. He was like, we're going to talk about the positives of the NBA. Uh, we're not going to address the negatives, or if we do address the negatives, we'll dr- address them in a superficial manner to mm-hmm. try to appease people. We'll make players start wearing ties. We'll make players start wearing slacks. Like That's how he, quote-unquote, addresses these issues when a lot of these issues are deeper, like you said, than just the players, and a lot of these issues are bigger. Um, well, until now, it had never truly been so egregious and out there true you know what i mean like this is the first before he's had scandals but they've been like more complex to understand like housing scandals and shit like that or rumors of impropriety in the locker room and stuff like that but this is a first time like and and by the way this is why i like the fact that we have tmz sports because this is the first time that um, this has had to be uncovered because through the rise of social media and internet, um, we have a legitimate, um, for lack, lack of a better term, a legitimate source of information that was not there before because before these stories would come and everyone would hide them. Um, ESPN did not want to address this. this no. Is, this was a thing since Friday night. I watched ESPN in the build up to uh the games. They had like a couple hours of coverage that morning with Bill Simmons, Jalen Rose, all these guys sitting around. No one brought this up. Why? Because later on that afternoon, ESPN was gonna have basketball games on. They have the contract with ABC, where they show NBA playoff games also and, and Sunday games. The it wasn't gonna come up. That everyone's pockets are greased. So they're compromised morally. You know, if this would have been hockey or some shit they probably would have been talked about it but here's a sport where they make money off of it and they wanted to see what was the nba gonna want them to say i I honestly believe that um tnt who um i have tremendous respect for was able to cover it um because the tnt halftime show is in a way a lot like our show where it's silly it's funny but because they tow a line where nothing's off limits to discuss. Yeah. They actually could discuss this. You see what I'm like if this would have been um you know, if they would have had some more uh a, a more um restricted type of speech on their show, I don't think they would have discussed it, but because the credibility of the of the of, of the sh- of the show and the people on the show would have been questioned if they did not bring this up. They were really the ones who broke this and broke the seal and said this. Now everyone can talk about it. And I said on the show yesterday, the media and the other owners are the ones who I would hold responsible for if this got swept under the rugs, not the players. The player, it should be the last resort for a player to have to boycott a game, wear a certain color, release a statement. It really should be a last resort because honestly, their job is to win basketball games. Not to be political leaders and shit. And everybody loves when players uh, have political stances and religious stances until you disagree with them anyway. So what the fuck is the point of that? You know what I mean? A- Adrian Peterson spoke up about how he hates, he doesn't think gay people should be allowed to get married and it's a sin. Do I want this motherfucker speaking up? No, not really. To be quite honest, he's just an athlete. 
you know um reminds me uh i think i saw someone tweet that about uh, something that malcolm x said where he was like where are the white people that are you know artists that are supposed to be white leaders like what white athlete are we going that guy's the leader of the white people what what musician are we like that guy's a white activist like he has to be a leader for white causes he's like you know that's a exclusively to black people thing and it's Mm -hmm. not really um fair it's not truly equality and it's not um to me i think it's borderline racist to put the onus on the players to represent us like black people as fans like if they want to say something fine by it but to put it on them as if you don't say something you're some kind of coward that's bullshit i agree and also i think the only reason why uh espn and some of the other major networks because tnt is major but tnt isn't like your abc's your espn's your 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 nbc so they're kind of i almost say off the beaten path even though they're a major network but it's just one of those things to where I think that the other news outlets were forced to cover it because TMZ reported it. And I think they were forced to cover it because it made them look bad that an outside source bought something to the public media that they cover news 24 hours a day, seven days a week. This is the <coughs> motherfucking what you goddamn do, and you didn't break this story. And also, I think another reason why they covered it, too, is because if it comes out that this is not him, they can say, well, we reported uh, what we heard at the time, and we didn't break this news. I think it's it's kind of a way to report it and talk about it without being accountable and responsible and without taking blame. Well, they they weren't going to cover it. You know what I mean? No. Like, I really think if T, if TNT hadn't said something, this story uh, would have been treated like any other story. This is the, the second top trending topic on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like, if this was definitely a thing that fans were aware of. A lot of people who aren't fans are were aware of it. There's people that probably can't name five Clippers players that are like, boycott the Clippers right now. You know, hey, you ever watch any Clippers games? No, boycott them because it came, it was bigger than basketball at this point. Um, so it had to be addressed. Um, so, and, and different people have talked about it. Snoop Dogg was talking about it, which I thought was funny because it's like, fuck Donald Slurring that motherfucker, blah, blah, blah. And then my mind is like, that's cool, but you know, you've said a lot of things that I'm sure you would take back, uh, Snoop. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, murder was the case um, with you, literally, at one point. Let's calm down, everybody. Yes, it was. And also, it's one of those those things we talked about before. And it's funny when it comes to uh, things like this, people want to uh, go to the extreme without knowing all the facts. And they want to go to the extreme without allowing a real, full-fledged investigation without verification mm-hmm. um well we'll actually we'll get to that in a second okay okay Cause i, I want to go through the timeline kind of okay go ahead so tnt addressed it and i thought those dudes all spoke eloquently um ernie johnson kind of um just lended the floor to the three black players there you know that all had different opinions and stuff and uh they all kind of said what i believe and i'm glad that they shifted the focus because it shouldn't be about the players Players have a job to do already. Their job is to win basketball games, and it's pretty hard. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really allow for you to be on the pulpit before and after the games talking about um, sh- distractions that really don't have shit to do with the team at the point at that moment. Or you. Yeah, it's just really not, you know, it, and it really shouldn't have to be 
your thing you should be able to say um actually uh i'm not going to uh address this i'm going to concentrate on playing sports you know that's hard enough um and uh, they brought up the fact that that out something i said which is that other owners and the commissioner need to address this shit you know there's no excuse david stern i mean adam silver needs to address this as a commissioner the new commissioner this is his first real test he's been going around complaining and talking about kids need to stay two years in college and shit you know that's nothing how about you concentrate on something that actually embarrasses your fucking league kids coming out of school after being a freshman really has no effect on the fucking league at all whether a freshman or sophomore straight out of high school really isn't uh affecting basketball product on the court um what what does affect the image of your league is having a known racist who's been provided cover for decades by David Stern, a commissioner that people consider to have an iron fist. But as far as I'm concerned, if you're tolerating that level of uh, racial issues from one owner, you don't really have an iron anything, you know? Um, so it, you, you, you know, you have this situation where, where Adam's they're they're saying Adam Silver needs to address it. Other owners need to address it. Players need to play. The media needs to talk about it. And I agree with all those dudes that said that um, they were saying he needs to be suspended from the team. Shouldn't be allowed to come to playoff games. Probably needs to be fined if it's true, um, which I, I also agree with. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that was kind of weird to me was, um, you know, like in the course of, of them, you know, talking about this stuff, it, it it's like the, how can – a league that is essentially black mm-hmm. tolerate what Sterling has done for so long. And people now talk about it like it's an open thing that everyone knew about. But honestly, mm-hmm. this is the first time it's truly been talked about out in the open where everybody can see. Yeah. You know? And so finally after this ESPN grew a backbone and they started talking about it, you know? And that was the thing I was saying, like, um, this is why you need TMZ because TMZ made it where you couldn't ignore it. You know, people were posting videos. All of a sudden, they're like, "Hey, Snoop Dogg said something about it." Magic Johnson released a statement about it. So, so now, so now you can ignore this shit, even if you wanted to. Even if you wanted to, TNT addresses it now. ESPN is put in the situation as a competing network where we have to talk about it. So they came back and they talked about it. And you know, I've always thought that blaming the players for systematic oppression is so fucking stupid because this it has to come from the top down an intolerance of racism can't come from the victim it has to come from the top down you know i'm sure jason whitlock will be writing why it's okay to hate niggas uh columns tomorrow because nba players have uh tattoos and wear their pants sagging but someone needs to address it uh, from a top-down perspective that says, hey, we're not going to tolerate this as our league. And I think that's, you know, I think that's the only approach that will work, honestly. Um, so, all right, so they addressed... And, oh, go ahead, go ahead. And, and I agree, and it's, just, and it's just one of those things that once you start making people look at the top and go down, A, that's when real changes come, and B, it, may, it holds people accountable who have never been accountable. Because uh, with uh, most major league sports, when not all fans, but a lot of fans on the outside look in, anything that happens, 
it's automatically the employee's fault. It's never mm-hmm. the it's never the employer's fault, regardless of the rules, regulations, regardless how things are stacked against the employees, regardless of the injustice. Re- no matter what happens, it is always the employee's fault. And that's funny when we when you say this, and then you turn around and you ask them, no, will you ask them? What about you as an individual? And you well, actually, we're going to get to that too. I have okay. a specific example that happened on my Facebook page. Okay. Um, but you know what's funny is. A lot of people, what I found interesting is I was saying, like, well, the owners need to step up because they're his peers Mm -hmm. and they should speak out. He literally represents them. He's one thirtieth of the league. He's a known racist and people are getting tired of his shit. Where's Mark Cuban? If he was out as outspoken about this as he is about fucking uh, officiating. You know what I mean? Like what you got? You always got something to say about why the league's in jeopardy and you were concerns biggest like problem and find the most you don't think that this dude deserves some of that fine treatment like you got so much to say all the time and people were like well they're white dudes so what does it matter to them and that is the fucking problem your mindset their mindset the fact that you don't see these as just global issues just issues that affect everybody because racism affects everybody whether it's the person who uh is implementing it whether it's the person who just has accepted and adopted that print those principles or whether it's the people who are victimized by it it affects us all so once you start acting like some people are exempt from it it, you're exacerbating the problem as well. There's no fucking reason they should not address this shit. I don't give a fuck if they're rich and white. That's that's no excuse. And as long as you provide cover for them, they will consider it something they don't have to address. As long as you pointing at Chris Paul instead of pointing at uh, Mark Cuban or Michael Jordan or somebody like that, they will see it as a, well, why don't the players just do something about it? That, yes, that and, 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 and the fact that what does being rich and white have to do with addressing racism? What, what, you know, it's one of those things where we are your peers and regardless of the color of my skin, you affect my product. You're fucking with my money. So you need to sit your ass down. And that has nothing to do with the color of skin because a lot of people talking about Michael Jordan. Jordan, Michael Jordan don't like black folks either. I don't think people understand that. He's publicly said, I don't take pictures with niggas. I don't sign jerseys. He's publicly said this. So it's just one of those things where that's racist to me too. Regardless of being racist against yourself or another color being racist against you, it is all racism. So it's just one of those things where because we are in the age that we are in and because uh sports is covered very differently than it used to it used to be very good old boy type of thing you do for me i'll do for you you don't report this i'll cover i'll i'll do an exclusive story for you all that shit is out the window when tmz was like fuck that we're gonna follow you we're gonna snap your pictures we don't care anything about your past we don't have any loyalties to anybody we're just trying to report the news it kind of blew a lot of that um uh, I guess shelter up in their faces to now nobody is immune to being covered anymore. And it's one of those things where people are, people don't know how to respond and how to react. So you have this dude that's been doing this shit for years and everybody has ignored it because you didn't have Facebook and Twitter and you didn't have all these platforms where everything goes straight to the fans because see before everything was filtered through a network or something like that but now people it shit can go straight to the fans and the fans can come back on social media and push it to a point where you have to see it and i think with this causes causes people to have to respond even when they don't want to respond and it's also one of those things where 
He is their peers. He's not a peer of the players. He does not play basketball. He is a peer of the owners. And you can't ignore that. And you can't say because they're rich, it erases the, the, the fact that rich people want to keep their money too. So this affects their money also. Yeah, and also just blaming the players, like like I said, blaming a gay person that works at Chick-fil-A or Target or blaming um you know, uh, blame, like blaming a poor person that works at, at, at Walmart or McDonald's. Like it, it's so, uh, stupid. Mm-hmm. And it's so, and it's such a, it's such a harder way to try to solve a problem by blaming people who are victimized by the problem. It's so stupid. And relatively to the, to the owners, relative to the owners, the players don't have that power that people think they have. You know, it's one of the reasons I don't really encourage this like athlete activism that so many people claim to want to see relative to the players. They don't really I mean, to the owners, they don't really have power. We've seen players blackballed out of the league simply because they spoke out about shit. And what are you going to get for that? Oh, that's wrong. Well, how's that going to fix Craig Hodges bank account? It's not. You know what I mean? Like it's it's like it's bigger than them. Um, and, and truly the people that have the power are the fans and it is the media. And it is the commissioners and it is the owner. Those are the people who truly have power in this situation. But everyone wants to uh, have absolution by just pointing their finger at the players. Um, now, the good thing about this being addressed on TNT, all of a sudden you see the players start to speak up. You know, so players are dropping tweets. David West is dropping tweets. Um, uh, LeBron is dropping tweets. Um, you know, uh, people are having reactions to this. Chris Paul is releasing statements like players could i think players were sort of um able to be validated so they could speak because the media finally covered it you see what i'm saying like i don't think they would have said much because it would have been like well i don't want to be the one to start the controversy and get ostracized Mm -hmm. but once everyone kind of talks about it it destigmatizes it which is why i said like it's one of the reasons that i think our show is very important compared to a lot of other shows is because Sometimes to destigmatize something is just talking about it. True. You know, a lot of a lot of shows don't have certain conversations because they just don't want to get in trouble or they don't want to say the wrong thing or they don't want to piss somebody off. And sometimes you just have to talk about it. And that that takes the power out of it. it like you're able to then have this these discussions that people wouldn't have for like normally. And I think TNT did that. They stuck to it. Um, they realized that it was more important in the game because, I mean, let's be honest. Rihanna went to a game with no bra on yesterday and nobody talked about it. Yes, she Why? Because Donald Sterling's comments were bigger than the games, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, so he's, uh, he, you know, and, and for, for the record, like the comments were like pretty reprehensible. Um, he told the, the quotes from it. It bothers me a lot that you want to broadcast that you're as associating with black people. Do you have to? You can sleep with them. You can bring them in. You can do whatever you want. The little I ask you is not to promote it on that and not to bring them to my games. By promoting, he's talking about like Instagram and stuff like that. I'm just saying if in your lousy fucking Instagrams, you don't have to, you don't have to have yourself with walking with black people. Don't put Magic Johnson on the Instagram for the world to see. Uh, so they have to call me and don't bring them to my games. So Magic Johnson is basically like I'm a I'm boycotting his son is boycotting the Clippers and all this stuff too. And I that mean, affects money. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. I mean why wouldn't they boycott? Um, 
but um yeah it, but it's kind of like um hard to it's hard to not see that as racist now obviously this is allegedly his comments you know they have to they want to verify with like voice records and all this stuff voice uh authentication so people don't know for a fact but i mean fitting in line with so many other things he's done and said people are like yeah i think it's him you know so um you know that that's part of it just that um people are jumping the gun because you still do have to prove it's him um and we'll see what happens with that because i mean odds are it's him but this lady is not necessarily most trustworthy Mm -mm, because they're going through like a lawsuit and some other stuff yeah uh, adam silver um like discussed uh some of this as the commissioner which you know talks about the power of the media the power of uh fans the power of social media he had to address this he couldn't ignore it david stern has routinely ignored anything negative about this man for like 30 years yes because he's had that option and and a lot of times these are chickens coming home to roost you empower these people you embolden these people by ignoring their behavior and then when the shit fucks up the whole pr of the league during the middle of a playoff one of the best playoff first rounds of all time uh that's on y'all you know and um adam silver you know like it was funny watching the press conference one that started late i think he was uh running on cp time to show solidarity you know with all the black people um, <laughs> no didn't he find out that dude died or somebody like it was another owner died or something? well that was a joke but yes okay. he did find out somebody died Cam. <laughs> i was i was not being serious oh what about to say he also didn't wait for the boys choir of harlem to show up off the bus that wasn't why he was late okay? no he didn't uh but yeah he apparently found out that the guy who used to own memphis uh grizzlies died and um it's kind of messed up because he he sounded kind of upset like and we can't really honor that dude because of this shit yes and a lot of people didn't like his tone but here's the thing that people have to realize um and it's not even the whole that he's working he's talking about his boss he's not talking about his boss that that's really a misnomer okay he's one thirtieth of all his bosses if if that um but the reason that people didn't like the tone is because people have been on the internet and they're so accustomed to just being angry and ranting and everyone rallying around each other. That's not how business works. Mm-mm. You do not start lambasting somebody that you don't have a hundred percent proof that they fucking did it. Yes. Cause you can say what you want to on the internet and it's just one of those things where your accusations of what you say is completely different than a business who can get sued, who can get fined. Yeah. Uh, first of all, this guy's litigious as fuck. So there's that. So you go around, say the wrong thing. Next thing you know, you got a lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, um, he did like, he, uh, basically was told not to come to the game and go to state tonight. Um, and you can't say I told this dude not to go to the game. So what you say is we talked and he agreed not to go to the game. That was his exact words. He agreed not to go to the game, which is I told that motherfucker do not come to the game. Sometimes you have to translate the shit from business speak. Yes, you do. Now, maybe you don't like the tone. Uh, You know, I saw like Elon James White saying like, well, now he's going to get to watch it in his big ass mansion or something. What, what do you want? They can't throw him in prison. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's really nothing you can do to the dude at this point because you still have to have due process. If you find out, because this lady 
uh, who they didn't they said the woman they didn't want to say her name which i saw funny because some people were mad like why didn't they say her name if this is the thing um if they would have said her name those same people would have been like how you gonna put her name like that now she's gonna get harassed by people so fuck those people but um it was kind of funny though because she has some questionable character issues as well Yes, she does and if you just run with this story and let's say just maybe there's a two percent chance and it comes true that she hired someone to try to sound like him or she completely took everything out of context and there was some legitimate reason he would be saying this shit. If by any chance that's the case and Adam Silver went in on this man and said, we're going to punish him and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. He would have to lose his job. He would have to, mm-hmm. he would absolutely have to. Cause that, that is not his job as commissioner to just run off. Like he's a, a, a person with a Twitter account. He has to have some sort of um, uh, decorum about this. And so I thought it was funny. People wanted a lynching from this man. It's like, you can't do that. No, and my thing is this. A, he's a lawyer, which means he knows all about how to structure speeches and, and, and talk publicly and things like that. And that's why another you motherfuckers is representing the NBA and going out and speaking. For It's for a reason. Is because, like you say, when you're talking to the media and you're talking to the general public, and like you say, because the new the the story is bigger than basketball. When people are tuning in watching this who don't know a goddamn thing about your sport, you have to phrase your words very particularly. Yeah, um, but he gave his, you know, he gave his comments. Um, basically, said we're gonna, you know, do process and we'll move extremely quickly in our investigation. We're gonna have to authenticate the tape. Um, and they will be allowed to consider a wide range of st- sanctions. By the way, just preparing yourselves right now, one of those sanctions will not be getting rid of him off the out out of the NBA. Just letting y'all know right now. Uh, they're like they haven't released the exact wording of the NBA like bylaws for the between owners, but word on the street is you. And this makes sense, by the way. You pretty much can't get rid of an owner because of any of his views. Or even embarrassing the NBA. You can pretty much only get rid of an owner if they can't financially take pay, take care of their responsibilities to pay for their team. Okay. And that's pretty much uh, like baseball had the same issue. Like, uh, look up Marge Shot if you guys don't know. Like, it's very very hard to get someone off of something they literally own. Um, so prepare yourselves. It might be a suspension. It might be fines. It might be some sanctions. What it won't be is him losing his team. Um, and honestly, it's fucked up, but there's nothing you can do about it. You know what I mean? So just I already can see people being – because that's another reason I was like, don't blame this shit on the players because they can't get – they can't make him lose his team. And they have contracts, legally binding contracts as well, where they can't just like, I'm not going to play – basketball for you i'm just gonna go play for somebody else next year like i saw someone advocating that on my facebook page and i was like do you understand how a contract works you understand how collective bargaining agreements work you can't just fucking go i refuse to play because i don't like something my owner said and no repercussions will happen to me i'm gonna keep getting my money and everything's gonna be fine that that's not how it works no it's not and it will affect your reputation forever by the way yes it will go ahead i'm sorry Oh, no problem. I think for me, 
The only thing that frustrated me, and I think this is what frustrates me a lot about these conference, not conference, well, yeah, conferences that like the uh, NBA commissioner had is something that really, really pisses. Oh, go ahead. Oh, something that really pisses me off is the fact that why do they ask him the same goddamn question 18 different ways? He'll say something, like somebody asks him a question, he'll answer it. Somebody will rephrase it just a little bit and ask him the same goddamn question. It's mm-hmm. like, motherfucker, did you just, he, he said he's not going to answer that. Well, since you said you're not going to answer that, well, I'm, I'm a change. Can you answer Wait, this what, way? Wait, what, what, what's the problem with this? But they kept asking him some of the same questions and he had to keep give. to me, in my opinion, he kept giving the same answers. And like, they asked him several times about uh, the player's, uh, boycott and ask him several times, you know, about. Oh, yeah, that doesn't bother me. That's just, that's just part of a press conference. I mean, I'm, it's annoying. I know what you're saying, but that doesn't bother me because sometimes people slip up and give a different answer. That's why they do that. Uh, so you ask them a different way and they, they do okay. give you like, a, oh, well, this is, this is happening. It's like, okay, that's so, okay. What's the difference between that? And, anyway, that to me, that's not an issue really. Um, one of the things is how many people who were telling me about how the players need to boycott are going to watch that fucking game tonight. Yeah. How many of y'all going to, you know, cancel your subscription to, you know, the uh, NBA TV? How many of y'all going to stop clicking on articles about the Clippers and the ESPN? And, uh, you know, how many, how many of y'all are going to do nobody? Probably nobody. Everybody wants these dudes to give up their money and be hurt by it. And, prove a point with their pocketbook and motherfuckers ain't about to make no sacrifices themselves you know what i mean like honestly on some real shit if i haven't seen you tweet about the fucking clippers games one time all season if i haven't seen you uh if you can't name five players on the team i don't give a fuck about your boycott this is the same as a i'm boycotting chick-fil-a do you have a chick-fil-a in your city no well then fuck you Your, your shit is meaningless you know what i mean like this the, the the activism online sometimes is like the most um it's like the the easiest it's like wearing a patch or something like that or a ribbon like really really sacrificing is more than just going i'm angry on twitter and i expect the players to understand and read that and 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 also get angry and lose money over it you're not losing money on monday you're not gonna not go to work you know um so yeah like like i was saying um you know, the the players consider the playoff game boycott, um, which is hilarious. I think in a way they were pretty much pressured to say that because so many people were coming down on them. I like just mentioning their names, my my mentions filled up with their coons, their sellouts, Uncle Ruckuses, uh Catcher Freemans, all this shit. All in my now, I can't even imagine what at Chris Paul or whatever. Oh my! I can't even imagine what the fuck his his timeline must have just. Yeah, I can't imagine. Even like Kobe Bryant came out and was like, "I would not play for him." The end. You know what I mean? Like even like even LeBron James, like other players were even having to come out because you know other players are getting hit with. You're not gonna say something, brother. You're not gonna say something like this. Like this shit is that much pressure. Um, but you know, at the, at the end of the day, the only people that would be hurt by them really boycotting the game would be them. Mm-hmm. They will be hurt. Like I said, in the future, other teams will be like, I don't want this dude on my team. You know, the, your job is to play football, basketball or whatever. That's it. Um, but yeah, go ahead. 
Yeah, and also, and and like I was saying before, and it's funny how uh, when people look at the employer-employee standpoint, it's funny how if you ask people about their individual lives uh, when it comes to their boss and has their boss said fucked up shit, their managers and their supervisor has said some fucked up shit, they seen inappropriate things at their job, but they still take that paycheck and cash it, but yet you don't respect nobody else to. In my personal opinion, and I know you've kind of addressed this, in my personal opinion, for some reason, when it comes to money, people take money and they go, where you getting paid? And they want to erase your humanity and they want to act like you're not a goddamn human being and you don't make the same choices and the same decisions that a normal person makes. It may be on a bigger scale, but you're still a human being also. You know what's and funny? Money don't erase that. You know what's funny about that? People do that with players. They don't do that with owners. No, they don't. Like whenever I, cause I saw a bunch of, well, they, the players have enough money now. They can just quit if they want to. First of all, they will get sued for every fucking penny of that money back. But second of all, um, who decide what is enough for a player? Cause they might have more money than you, but they probably also have more bills than you. Mm-hmm. You know, they also have more to pe- people depending on them than you. They also have families that might be bigger than yours or more, you know, expensive than yours. It's like you need to get out of people's pockets. And it's funny how you can't apply that same logic to the actual owners. Like you just never see anybody go, um, you know, why the fuck does so and so need, why does, why does Mark Cuban need to keep making money? Well, he's an owner. Of course, the owners are out there to make money. So is everybody else. Mm-hmm. Everybody's motivations are all, you know, m- micro, not macro. Everybody's motivations are, I want to get my motherfucking money. Everyone has incentives. Uh, everyone has compromise. Um, to some level, if they're making some type of money in America. So to put it all on the players is just so short-sighted. Um, yeah, yes, it mm-hmm. is. And also is one of those things, like I said, when they get into money, people lose their goddamn minds. When your boss come gives you a raise and you feel like it's not sufficient, you know, and when you have, like, NFL players that hold out or you have NBA players that go back and forth into negotiation, you be like, motherfucker, just sign and take your money. But when you get your raise and you don't feel like it's sufficient, half of y'all motherfuckers don't say a goddamn thing, and the other half that do, a lot of times it's brave to do it in general anyway because everybody's looking at that person like, oh, shit, you spoke up to the man or to the boss. But for some reason in other situations, you're rooting for somebody that, that has all the power. But in your particular situation, it's always fight the man, take all the money you can from the man. But in these particular situations, it's like sit your ass down, take your money and go on about your business. Shut the fuck up. You're getting paid. And that's to me, I, I don't understand people's mind frame on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of it's racially motivated too, because they're black players, and it's like you did good enough, boy. You're lucky, you know. And especially when you see it come from other black people, uh, it's the most meat peeping jealous shit. And I don't even want to be friends oh, with people man. like that. Me either. Um, as far as girlfriend, the mysterious V Stiviano, uh, apparently she's had like five different aliases: Monica Gallegos, Maria Valdez, Vanessa Perez. Um, she's like black and Mexican, so I guess Mexicans won't be allowed to come to the games anymore, too. Um, February 2010, she met Donald Sterling at the Super Bowl. Um, they began an affair, um, the same year. Um, so people are like, she's a gold digger. Uh, some people speculate she's 21, 23. According to this article, who knows? She said, it says she's 38. Um, corner Instagram is, you know, different, like she has different birthdays and shit. Like, uh-huh. you know, it's, it's like the, the reason that I can understand why the commissioner would come out and say this woman and also say, you know, also 
basically say we still need to confirm this shit is because she had she might not be trustworthy she's been accused of embezzling money from uh the sterlings mm-hmm. uh mrs sterling filed a lawsuit against her march 4th where she claimed that Stiviano was also given lavish gifts by Donald Sterling, including property and cash, accused her of being the type of woman who engages in conducts designed to target, befriend, and seduce, and then receive as gifts transfer of wealth from older men whom she targets for such purposes, a.k.a. gold digger. You know, basically says she's gold digging. Um, and um, I think, you know, the commissioner doesn't want to get into the logistics of questioning this woman's um motivations on national tv so he had to just go we're gonna look into what this woman said people were like why didn't say her name which one yeah she got five which 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 one because the thing is that (laughs) a they probably gotta prove that she is who she is and how old she like like i don't know if people know anything about investigations but they just like they gonna really find out more information this this ain't gonna be no uh skim through thing yeah, and I, I mean, even if she was a quote-unquote gold digger, if you're giving her your gold, that's your fault. Yeah, I know. But, so. you know, I, I get why the wife would be suing and shit. She's like, this, you know, this money ain't got shit to do with me. Give me my motherfucking money back. This nigga can go. Um, But, yeah, like, it's just a lot going on in there, and it's a very complex issue. This dude is messy as fuck. Yeah, um, the commission's like, I ain't got nothing to do with that shit. All I got to do is with this phone call. Yep, the president spoke on it. Um, I don't think I have to... By the way, he's in Malawi, and he—I uh, mean Malaysia—and he heard of this. Oh my goodness! Interpret uh, those statements for you. They—they kind of speak for themselves. Um, you know, when people uh, when when ignorant folks want to advertise their ignorance, you don't really have to do anything. You just let them talk, and, and that's that's what <laughs> happened here. Now, one, he will be called divisive for even addressing this. It's probably already happening. Of course. Because um, people have decided that anytime Obama speaks to anything about race, he's dividing the country because apparently uh, racism wouldn't exist if we didn't address it. Second of all, um, as much as people shit on the president sometimes for he gives speeches to Howard University about this or whatever the fuck, this is why I fuck with the president so hard because he will never stop speaking about this shit. Mm-mm. He will never cease to be black in this country. And he will never not address it. You would think they would have scared him off by now. They didn't like when he talked about Trayvon. You know what I mean? They didn't like when uh he had to uh, we talked about Skip Gates. Um they like they went they want him to stop talking about race. They want him to not have a comment. And he, even when it behooves him to let it go. He will fucking address it every time. And that's why I goddamn love him. I'd vote for him for a fucking third term, a fourth term, infinity, ruler of the earth, <laughs> motherfucking galaxy. I don't care. Like, that's why I support the dude is because it takes fucking balls to do this. We all know that if it was a white president, people would just be like, well, you know, uh, Bill Clinton's just pandering to the Negroes. But here's a dude who's actually black going, um, yeah, this is fucked up. And they, he's dividing the country. He's the enemy. Like, I don't even care, dude. Like, thank you. But it's, it's, it means something to have the highest office in the land go, yeah, this is fucking racist. Yeah, and my, and my thing is this. This is one of those things where uh, he's probably heard about it. He's probably been watching the playoffs and all that stuff. 
and it's just one of those things where he's thousands of hundreds of miles away and he's like i gotta dress this shit all the way over here in another country all right i got to do what i got to do y'all yeah i'm just you know i thank you i'm so glad he addresses this shit man you know and that's why i don't get mad when little white girls are begging michelle obama to get their daddy a job because i'm like this is good this is progress white people begging black people for jobs that's what america needs to look like in 2014 um everybody want to work i have confidence that the nba commissioner what Karen? i say because everybody want to work adam silver a good man uh, we'll address this. Uh, obviously, uh, the NBA is a league that uh, is uh, beloved by fans all across the country. It's got an awful lot of African-American players. It's steeped in African-American culture. And uh, I suspect that the NBA is going to be deeply concerned in, in resolving this. Um, I will make just one larger comment about this. You know, we... Um, uh, the, the United States uh, continues to wrestle with a legacy of, uh, of, of race and slavery and segregation. Uh, that's still there, uh, the vestiges of, of discrimination. Uh, we've made enormous strides, but you know, you're going to continue to see this percolate up every so often. Uh, and I think that we just have to be clear and steady in denouncing it, teaching our children differently, um, but also remaining hopeful that part of, uh, part of why some statements like this stand out so much is because uh, there have been a shift, there has been this shift in, in how uh, we view ourselves. Mm-hmm. And he was probably- Get him! He was trying to ask this question. That's why he even addressed it. Well, obviously he's asked this question. I mean, I'm sure he didn't just walk in and go, bam, what up, y'all? Let's talk about this race. Like, But but the way it's going to be presented is going to be like, he was in Malawi and started talking about us, y'all. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, the the president once again dividing the country. Fuck you. The country's already divided. The fact that you have to try to spin this shit tells you enough about the division. Uh, And the fact that he addresses it is why I stand behind that man. Like, I don't give a fuck, man. I'm sorry. Uh, y'all can get all, y'all can parse this shit if y'all want. Y'all can be unbiased and prove that you're good, uh, like liberals and good, uh, people. All that. Uh, fuck it. He got my support, dog. I don't care. He can come out and be like, we torturing niggas in Guantanamo. I'm like, get them. Get them niggas, president. I'm sorry. Uh, but <laughs> what? I'm a one, I'm a one issue voter. Let's talk about this race. Uh, oh, a lot of people are one issue voters. I don't yeah. know why they act like it's my it. issue is race. <laughs> Let's talk about it. How about that? Um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, it, it was just, um, you know, I love that he addressed it. You know, um, I could do with or without some of the celebrities. Really don't care if the players address it or not. I, I think it's impressive when some do, but if you don't, I don't blame you and I'm not. Maybe. Holding it against you, word on the street that some teams are telling players not to talk about it. You know, so uh, you know, yeah, because they don't want the attention. They was like, look, just go out there and play ball. When they ask you, just say no comment and just say you're gonna let the leagues and the owners handle this because this is one of the things we hear about playing. Because you know, the next step is the people talking about it are gonna be the problem. Of course, get get ready for that. The next step is, oh, you talked about this. You're the real racist. 
person offended by this guy you know and his cuckold fantasies you know what i mean like that's the that's gonna be the real racist is the people who go wow this guy's a racist well see that's that's the problem you know look at ben chayton this fucking idiot uh stance on race and, and the liberal party and all this shit racist shit happens why y'all gotta keep talking about it who was he uh the guy who was arguing with tiny easy coats i'm pretty sure we talked about it on the show a little okay. bit but yeah and like his his whole hey racism is really about the fact that y'all won't let it go like fuck you man like this shit continues to happen because people provide cover for it if people would would have been calling these people out years ago guess what we wouldn't have to deal with this shit now you know i don't yes. expect like that's the other thing people are acting like a strongly worded letter from chris paul is gonna make donald sterling suddenly realize that negroes are equal and it's hard would grow three sizes that day are you fucking serious uh, this dude is going to die a racist he's a racist that happens to employ a lot of black people nothing you can do about it you know like it's, it's systematically set up this way where you, somebody got to go play for that team somebody got to make that money um you know uh and, and this is the shit that's gonna happen I know a lot of people saw promise there, like people were blaming Doc Rivers for going to be a coach there. I guarantee Doc Rivers went to Boston, was like, people told me this place was going to be a bastion of racism. I had a decent time here. I was, I didn't experience any of this negativity. Maybe the Clippers organization isn't that bad. They're paying players. The the owner seems to be out of the limelight at this point. Uh, he's kind of reformed his his ways and uh he's now trying to win the championship and then he got there and um it's like oh wait this dude's still racist fuck yeah and and uh that man i i guess they were i guess they must have hit him uh doing their uh workouts because he was sweating he was hot and he was angry he was like look i'd rather be out there talking about some real goddamn basketball versus all these motherfucking cameras up in my face asking me all these goddamn questions I got all kinds of phone calls, all types of emails. Like he was ups he was not a happy camper. Apparently, uh Los Angeles Clippers owner Donald Sterling was uh um he apologized for racist comments attributed to him. Um let's see, all members uh what is he? Well Silver said the pros will focus on where the fact Sterling was recording is okay. Um where is the part where he apologized? Yeah uh let's see Cedric sterling apparently specifically slam dunk hall of famer magic johnson during the shocking nine minute recording conversation how about your whole life every day you you could do what you want a man identified sterling said at one point in the conversation you can sleep with blacks you can bring them in you can do whatever okay whatever um where's his apology i don't see this oh the clippers organization they released a statement i remember this um and it was really one of those like if he said we don't know what happened uh sterling said the clippers organization cast doubt on the recording saying that they don't know if the voices have been altered we do know that the woman on the tape who we believe released to tmz as a defendant in a lawsuit brought by the sterling family alleged that she embezzled more than 1.8 million dollars who told mr sterling that she would get even a team statement read uh which is funny this is the hubris of, of being rich and disconnected like he thought anyone would buy that oh oh is that what it is well let's look into the details of that suit well no let's not look into the details of the lawsuit i mean we we good um it looks like uh your wife is the one suing for embezzlement because you was fucking this chick and gave her a bunch of money hmm say what now what, um, what are we talking about again uh yeah uh, I, I, i'm sorry 
um but yeah that is you know this is just kind of um you know par for the course of this dude uh I, like i said i still don't think um ain't much is gonna happen i saw jesse jackson recur- like calling for some type of protest and players need to boycott and all this shit and like okay man that's how you make your money that's how they lose theirs ain't that the truth um the other thing though is like on my facebook page um you know i i put a statement out there that basically said you know stop blaming the victim for a systematic oppression okay mm-hmm. it's not the fucking player's fault this dude is a racist and it's actually not their mess to fix no it's not you know um like it's it's actually their job to fix this shit uh as far as the owners and uh the commissioner uh it's their job and the media's job is to hold their feet to the fire until it's something is done about it um and you know i was like you know it does, it's, it's very destructive to run around calling these guys names and you know questioning their motivations as black people for having a job you know, like it's it's just their fucking job, man. Uh, as a person who's been on TV at this point, I understand. I can relate to this stuff. <laughs> okay, you non-famous, you don't get it, and that's fine. But allow somebody to explain it to you. Um, and so one dude came in. I'm not gonna say his name because it's so funny when you flip the coin on somebody, how quickly you feel their hypocrisy, right? Mm-hmm. Cause he came in, was like, well, I don't care. I just disagree with you. He is, uh, these guys are sellouts. They catch a Freemans. They, they provide and cover for the, this racism. And if they accept money from them, then they're part of the problem and all this shit. And I was like, yeah, we just disagree. By the way, where do you work? Now keep in mind, it's Facebook. I can click on profile. It tells me exactly where he works, right? Mm-hmm. But he's, I was like, where do you work? And he's like, for a public school system in, uh, you know, certain, certain state. And I was like, you don't even want to say which one. Come on now. But, 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 but you want them to be brave enough to lose their money. You, where's your bravery? Mm-hmm. You know what? Why, why won't you just tell me where you work? Like, I mean, it's all up. To, why will your shit not stand up to scrutiny? So I went to his page. I saw exactly where he worked. All I had to do was Google the name of the school system and the word racism. First article popped up that his school system was accused of racism. First article. Mm-hmm. First article. So I said, um, okay, maybe you didn't know about this, but your school system has been accused of racism. Um, you gonna quit Monday? Come on now. Uh, I'm assuming, you know, since you got all these morals and shit, you wouldn't want to be a hypocrite. So obviously the only choice you have is to go in there, give them people a piece of your mind and say, I refuse to collect this check and pay my motherfucking bills. I'm done. It's the only fucking solution, right? No other solution. Mr. Activist, Mr. Advocate, Mr. Everyone's a fucking sellout but me because I get the cleanest money in the world. He was like, how you going to make a personal attack on me? What? Oh, now it's personal. Now it's personal. It, it, when, when we're talking about these players, it wasn't personal. Per- it's not personal to say Chris Paul needs to give up his fucking money. Because Somehow it's his- personal when it comes to your check. It's, it's the fucking hypocrisy of it. It's, it is amazing how arrogant people can be when it comes to somebody else's motherfucking money. You know, it, it's it's amazing to me. Like... He was tripping so goddamn hard, man. Um, and, and so once he started trying to frame it, like you're personally attacking me, I said, look, we're not going to agree. 
um obviously we're we're gonna have to end this friendship we're not gonna be friends Mm-mm. what i'm willing to do is delete all your comments and unfriend you because this is fucking stupid and i had to i, I deleted it he's like well agreed we'll just have to do that I'm like yeah because i don't want to be friends with people like that i'm sorry i know everyone's emotional i know people are all trying to be on the same page but i don't have time for that destructive viewpoint you know another person was like well i the reason it happens because all the owners think like that you're just as fucking like stupid that is just as fucking ignorant that is just as ignorant as saying well all the players that get a check must think that too it like honestly man you're never gonna solve anything if you don't at least start with the presumption that you're com- that 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 people are going to be willing to address it mm-hmm. be willing to do some good you know what i mean like you know who doesn't you know who really probably hates this shit um the other some of the owner other owners especially the younger ones yep because like god damn you're making us look bad man now maybe they don't have the the i don't know uh cachet to because you know owners is about veteranship it's about how much how long you've been in there and shit like that and how you create allegiances and gain power and at the end of the day you can't get anyone's team away from them so you know unless they can't pay their bills so it really ain't shit you can do about it you can't even force anyone to sell um so so it's kind of funny how you have the you know like people just going well obviously everyone agrees obviously this obviously it's like no it's it's actually not obvious you know like have something like at least try to have some for some modicum of like nuance to the shit don't just run in there and slander everybody because you're upset you know everyone's kind of on the same side on this we'd like to see racism and this type of behavior end mm-hmm. and it's funny when you make things personal and start instead of having empathy and sympathy and understanding is you're making it personal it's like the point of making it personal is so you can understand their perspective and you're like well fuck that we're not talking about me yeah what you know it makes no sense and the thing is like even though the the bylaws basically say you can't take somebody's uh team um what's to stop you from creating new bylaws i still put it on the owners mm-hmm. who's the they can meet every year and they pass laws like parent uh players need to have their button-ups let's change what the basketball is let's why can't they go um let's make it a new thing where if you embarrass the fuck out of the league um your ass can get your team taken away from you if they wanted to they could if they wanted to they could but they don't want to so i will put the onus on them and if they don't it's not the player's fault it's their fault then the only time i'll get in the player's case about this is if they go to the collective bargaining agreement and this isn't an issue that is presented because it should be Mm -hmm. the next time they have a lockout or whatever this should come up and they should be like yeah here's something um we don't want no racist owners yeah now maybe it gets struck down because they don't truly have power in the collective bargaining agreement but it's the only chance where they get to really address these issues bring it up then chris paul is the head of the um of, of the players um association just bring it up then there's already shit in place for this for these things to be addressed everybody just so mad they just want to do tarred and feathered and thrown out of town it's just not gonna it's not gonna work that way yeah, this isn't twitter you can't block him I, yeah, you have you have to pay him attention, regardless if you want to or not. And it's one of those things where real power is in paper and pen. Yeah, that's what the power is. Real change is in something typed up with a seal of approval. And do not 
hit me up when i'm live tweeting this game talking about i thought we was gonna boycott i ain't agree to that shit me either i think your boycott policies are mostly stupid they're mostly stupid like everyone wants to boycott everything they disagree with feel free to do that shit it is mostly pointless and not gonna help anybody if it makes you feel better and that's your fight you should go do it so that you feel better but in general it's a fucking stupid tactic and it just makes you look good on social media and you'll get a couple retweets and other people that stand in solidarity with you but let's be quite honest it it, it normally isn't going to change anything and especially if you weren't participating in whatever it was at first you know what i mean like if you were boycotting something that you actively were supporting i get it most motherfuckers out here running around let's boycott this ain't watch nba game the first all season you know what I mean? Like, some people only watch the nba doing the playoffs mm-hmm. boycott the clippers hey so what is the playoff series at right now they in the playoffs right okay <laughs> <coughs> who in the playoffs the lakers didn't make it right come on get the fuck out of here um so yeah uh other news uh speaking of president obama uh north korea says the army must that they're developing uh must be able to beat the u.s in what tiddlywinks badminton uh world of warcraft are you serious are you serious right now north korea calm your shit man okay let's calm it down if you're listening to this in North Korea, Adjective J, I'm sorry. <laughs> but calm, <laughs> calm the shit down, okay? It's not it's not gonna happen. Uh the IRS paid one million dollars in bonuses to employees who still owed back taxes. Oh. A report released. But they'll two, come get your ass though. A report Garnish your check. Well now they really gotta come get your ass, right? Yeah, they were like, <laughs> oh yeah. Did did you audit your own shit? You under arrest. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm talking about us, like the regular taxpayer. Mm-hmm. If you owe some money, now they really need the money. It's like a crackhead who been. I was supposed to sell this crack, but I smoked it. Well, now they really gotta collect. Yeah, they's like, oh, uh, yeah. We normally don't go after anything under ten thousand. Yeah, but we had to We had to lower that to anything above a thousand dollars. Yeah, this is like finding out the landlord is on crack. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. This is that, that Dave Chappelle landlord is on crack joke where it's like, you got the rent? Like, it's not even the first. Yeah, they're going to come now. Oh, you owe us $50. They're like, God damn, yeah. come on. That's all I owe you? Just give me $20 of the rent today. You know, like that. that that's how the IRS is about to be. Because um, they're going to get their money back. Uh, it paid out millions in bonuses to employees who still owe IRS back taxes, at least 2.8 million in bonuses between October 10th to uh, December 2000. I mean, October 2010, December 2012 went to employees with disciplinary issues like misuse of government credit cards, drug use, what? Violent threats and fraudulently claiming unemployment benefits. According to the report, one, uh, 1150 employees who still owe back taxes were given bonuses. According to the Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration, the bonuses are logically questionable, but not a violation of federal regulations. While not prohibited, providing How is this? I, I don't understand this. So I can sell drugs, cheat people, do everything short of murder, and I still get my bonus? Uh, yeah, sounds like uh, you can get your bonus no matter what. I mean, I can't do that. You know, you do that the normal job. Your ass is going to jail. You will not be getting your bonus. Do not pass gold. Do not collect your million dollars. 
while not prohibited providing awards to employees who have been disciplined for failing to pay federal taxes appears to create a conflict with the irs's charge of ensuring the integrity of the system of tax administration oh, really? said j russell george in a report overall the u the irs paid out about 198 million in bonuses during the time that time period um, I thought this was interesting. Jaden Smith mm-hmm. is going to be playing a role that I think is going to be quite controversial. Okay. Jaden Smith is going to be playing a role of a slave. Okay. In the, uh, it's based off a novel, The Good Lord Bird. Never heard of that. Book. The young slave, Henry, dresses in sackcloth during an escape from violence and subsequently takes advantage of being mistaken for a girl as he seeks his freedom. Okay. So he will be cross-dressing okay it's not the role you might assume Jaden smith would take the follow-up is a couple of karate kid movies the second is moving forward now and after earth nevertheless it's the movie he's doing the book's author james mcbride is adapting the script deadline reports that lee shriver is producing and co-starring as the abolitionist with whom henry goes on the run and though and, and through whom he meets various historical figures most of the figures have yet to be cast there's no director named at this point either uh, here's a description of the novel. Abolitionist John Brown calls her Little Onion, but her real name is Henry, a slave in Kansas mistaken for a girl due to sackcloth smock he was wearing when Brown shot his master. The light-skinned, curly-haired 12-year-old ends up living as a young woman, most often in, in, in camp with Brown's renegade band of freedom warriors as they traverse the country, raising arms and ammunition for their battle against slavery. Though they traveled to Rochester, New York to meet with Frederick Douglass <coughs> in Canada to enlist the, Har- enlist the help of Harriet Tubman, getting close to our to, to my film, the Harriet Tubman film. That's what I want to see. Uh-huh. Uh, Brown and his ragtag army failed to muster sufficient support for their mission to liberate African-Americans heading inexorably to the infamously bloody and pathetic r- raid on the Harper's Ferry. Dramatizing Brown's pursuit of racial freedom and insane belief in his own divine infallibility through the eyes of a child fearing of becoming a man. Best-selling McBride songs, yet song 2008, uh, presents a sizzling historical novel that is evocative escape, uh, an evocative escapade and a provocative pastiche of La- Larry McMurdy's salty Western satires and William Styrons, Styrons, okay, Styrons, that's close enough. Seminal insurrection masterpiece, The Confession of Nat Turner. Uh, McBride works with Little Onions, Lowdown Patois to great effect, using the savvy but scared innocent to bring a fresh immediacy to this sobering chapter in American history. So, uh, yeah. Um, I feel like this is going to be one of those ones. It's about slavery. Mm-hmm. So get ready for the why we got to do nothing but slave movies, even though it's only been three <laughs> slave movies in the last 20 years. Why? 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 Um, so we're going to get that from black people who are <laughs> apparently tired of slave movies that you really never really get. But OK, I, I, I don't I personally don't have a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that his parents probably just allowed him to pick a role. It was like you can pick something that you want to do. And this is what he picked. And he is high yellow and light skinned, and he did cry when Drake performed. Mm-hmm. So I think he could fit this role very well. Him and his sister wear wear very very weird and strange ass clothes. So I don't have a problem with it at all. I wish him the best of luck. I hope he kills it. Yeah, just for the hell of it. Sounds like he's trying to win an Oscar. That's true too. Honestly. 
because it's oscar bait i mean if it goes right and if it's treated seriously a boy playing a girl who was a slave like this shit could win you know depending on how seriously it's taken and now the acting is done and directing um it could be oscar bait now it's very early in the you know in the um process true but um i'm already prepared to deal with the homophobia the oh black men have to wear dresses to win anything i'm prepared to deal with that Mm. uh prepared to deal with there's too much slavery going on in hollywood why can't we tell stories that i don't want to go see like after earth hmm None of y'all niggas saw After Earth, but somehow it's, it's, it's Hollywood's fault. Yep. We went to go see it. Yeah. I went and saw it. Uh, Black Fatherhood. I enjoyed it. Yes, sir. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, let's talk about some, uh, porn news. Janice Griffith's message is clear. She's on the legal offensive about Instagram's biggest playboy, Dan Bilzerian, after he threw her off a roof and broke her foot. Now, here's the thing. When you watch the actual video, they're playing around on his roof. They're joking, having a good time. Clearly, she is letting him do whatever. He's rich. She is a porn star. She's naked. And he takes her from the top of the roof and tries to throw her into the pool. And she pretty much makes it about 99% into the pool. Her foot must have hit the edge of the pool on the way down and broke her foot. She's mad because he didn't apologize. She says she's missed several jobs, including a big one for kink.com. She won't be able to work for several weeks. Sounds like she's going to sue him. So, you know, but it's funny because it's like they were like when you watch the video, you can see they obviously were fucking around. Now, I don't think this means he shouldn't have to pay her. Yeah. Quite the opposite. Like. If she can't go to work, he probably gonna need to give her, come up off some of that guap. Yes, he is. But it's so funny because neither one, like, n- y'all should not have been doing this. You. You know what I mean? And she's like, he didn't apologize. Like, cause he does not respect you. You're a woman he throws off his roof. Yep. Um, and it, this is one of, and this is the ultimate, like, rich white people with money shit. Like, this is a, such a white problem. I throw porn stars off my roof. Sometimes I break their foot. My bad. <laughs> Uh, you want an apology for that shit? Damn. Get over yourself, Janice Griffith. Um, I don't even know who she, this woman is. Yeah, well, you know, it's kind of that Belle Fox thing. I don't know this woman because she looks like a boy to me. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, yeah. I, I Yeah, I'm, I'm not into that. I, I, and I like also, a woman to look like a woman. And also, there's no way uh, Cherokee the ass would clear the roof. You know what I mean? Like, that she, we would know she's not making it to that pool. He don't got this arm strength. To push all to, that to over. Throw, to throw all that ass over that pool, you know. Like, now she might land on her ass and be okay and like bounce into the pool, but. Yes! It's no fucking way. Uh, porn star Leighton Benton, uh, Chase closed her bank account because she does porn. Uh, can they legally do that? Uh, apparently she's. As long as her check's clear, she works for a valid company. They close her account without warning because she does porn. Benton. Just called in the TMZ Live to talk about Chase Bank scandal that's rocking the porn biz. Benton and several other porn stars have gone public with claims that Chase has been closing their bank accounts for no reason. Can't they <coughs> sue them for that? What, what what the fuck me fucking for a living got to do with you? Nobody knows that I bank with you. It's not like it's a public record going these people as porn stars. Benton told us she only learned her account was closed when she tried to take money out of the ATM but was denied. She says the bank told her they were closing her account because it's a risk but never explain further. 
sources in the porn biz tell tmz this has been happening to a lot of porn stars has been going on for quite some time we're told porn stars who have had accounts for a long time are not affected but newer stars are having difficulties our sources say banks are tracking specific types of transactions such as deposits from webcam work and are flagging them as irregular activity because they're paid out so sporadically on a minute-by-minute basis we reached out to Chase for comment, asking them directly if they have been closing accounts of porn stars or if they close accounts based on profession. They had no comment. Of course they didn't. Yeah. Isn't that hilarious that these motherfuckers can bankrupt the nation and get bailed out, but then they want to moralize about what you can and can't do with your money as a fucking porn star? Come on. It, I mean, ain't, you, ain't y'all about money? That y- Your fucking job is making money. Right. Like, who's more morally bankrupt than our banking institutions to try to come down on this girl because she does porn really like okay and like i said my thing i'm surprised they can't sue. so so let's say there are other people who bank with you to do porn you don't know they do porn and they might work for vivid or or bang bros or some of these other places where it might not be webcam but yet they can work but because you get these uh, transactions that are different. You feel like you have the right to flag them. Who are you to mm. moralize me? Yeah, and especially if you know if you've had an account for a while, they don't. You know, do it or whatever. Why? Because why? they feel like your money is more consistent. Well, you know what it is. It's probably because the new money is coming from these microtransactions. <gasps> okay, and, and not, so they, not the they, big they, checks. They flag that, and then it's like, oh yeah. You're doing something not on the up and up, so we gotta kick you out for here. But it's just interesting. It's just interesting because, you know, the fact that they won't comment on it, that's what, to me, what puts the red flag up. Cause I feel like if it was just like, well, it's a new policy, that's easy to say. But you they're know not what I'm doing this they, to everybody. Yeah, it's easy to say. If, oh, it's because this. It, that's easy to say, but to go, oh, we're not gonna comment on this shit. Yeah, yeah, it's probably some moralizing in there probably is that and let's say other people do the same thing they're doing but they're not doing porn so all you gotta do is go up there and raise hell and they will unflag your account so i i you know i'm not buying that i I honestly believe if somebody else had these same transactions they wouldn't doing porn a they probably wouldn't get flagged in the first place yeah so we'll see what happens though i mean oh they sue the fuck out of them yeah i mean i'm i'm sure i'm sure if uh it goes to court or something we'll hear exactly what the problem is Mm um a porn star was arrested in an animal torture video investigation oh my 29 year old porn actress was arrested wednesday and charged with five counts of cruelty to animals in connection with a series of fetish videos involving rabbits fish rats and chickens oh my she's the she's a second performer charged in the in the case the miami herald reports shout out to florida stephanie heard 29 is accused of crushing live fish to death with her hands and feet heard exposes her crotch area Talks to the fish about killing while they are being crushed. Charge document the charge documents are led. Heard is also alleged to have repeatedly shot several rats, then set fire to a pile of mortally wounded animals. Heard now does mainstream porn under the name Megan Jones. Her credits includes Big Oil Down Asses, Florida Girls, Sunny Side Up. Well, obviously I've seen Big Oil Down Asses. <laughs> and advertises her fetish services on Facebook. Are you in touch with your darkest fantasies? Have you created a life for yourself where you can experience them? The Herald says she wrote Facebook um, in February. I have, and I am fucking crazy. She also appeared in the episode of TLC's Strange Sex, where she starred in special 
in a special effects video for a client who had a fetish about being overpowered by giant women Heard's partner in crime Sarah zamora 28 was arrested less than two weeks ago for being part of the same series of videos zamora allegedly karate chopped rabbits in the neck beat chickens to death with a stick and cut a chicken's neck with hedge clippers while groping a man's genitals Police say both women did videos from Adam Redford, a South Florida fishing boat captain and fetish pornographer who specializes in animal torture. Redford was arrested last year in Lee County after Peter brought law enforcement attention to his videos. He listed he's listed as co-defendant in Heard's case, but has not been arrested again. Heard is now on house arrest after paying $7,500 bond. She told the judge that her alleged crimes are outside the statute of limitations. So we'll see, man, but that's crazy. Wow, I'm surprised they ain't have a lawsuit from Peter. Yeah, fucking them animals up. Um, <clears throat> let's see what else we got here. Uh, I thought the title of this article was misleading, I and mean, we'll see how you feel about it. And some, I think it, this is one of those things where women get defensive about it because it's a purse. But I honestly don't think this is that big a deal. But let, let's talk about it. The title of the article is "Teen Discipline for Carrying Purse Filled with Feminine Products." An Illinois mother is outraged after a 17-year-old daughter was punished by bringing a purse to school, which she used to carry feminine products, according to a story published Wednesday by local news affiliate WQADS. <clears throat> Back in October, Galesburg High School principal Roy Van Meter imposed a rule that prohibited students from carrying purses in an effort to ban weapons, drugs, and cell phones. Things like people texting in purses in class or inappropriate items coming into class and so it wasn't a single incident. It wasn't even two or three. It was a combination of all those. Van Meter explained to WQADA. Um, when the ban was first implemented, the school also prohibited uh, prohibited students from bringing backpacks or book bags into the classroom. Okay. However, April 1st, a 17-year-old student whose name was not disclosed brought a purple gold strutted clutch to class for good reason. She carries a personal feminine napkins in it, hand sanitizing lotions and wipes during her monthly cycle. Her mother, Carrie Harding told, was that kind of outs the girl anyway? Yes, it does. Uh, after school officials spotted the purse, Harding's daughter was handed a green slip, assigning her to the in-school structure program, commonly known as in-house suspension. Although Yahoo Shine could not reach Van Meter for comment, according to the school website, the purpose of the program is to provide a disciplinary and educational alternative to the regular classroom. In the program, students complete assignments that may or may not be related to the classwork, cannot participate in normal school activities, and their parents are notified of their violations. It's unclear how many days Harding's daughter must attend the program. However, Harding calls the punishment degrading. She also told WQAD8, that her daughter could bypass the in-school structure program if she obtained a note from her doctor stating that she had a medical condition. Really? A medical condition? I mean, every woman has it every month. It's not a medical condition. It's nature, Harding said in the interview. I just think that that particular aspect of their policy should be re-looked at and maybe gone about a different way. <clears throat> Here's my question. She the only girl that has this issue? Mm-mm, not without a period, she, no. No, no, no. I mean, this specific issue. She got putting punishment for this, quote unquote. Is she the only one? Because if so, what are the other girls doing? Ask them and do that. The purse ban is only the latest controversial school rule to hit the headline. Oh, okay. I'm not reading about the other school rules that have nothing to do with this one. But, um, yeah, a lot of people are very upset, you know, because it is a woman's purse and it's talking about her cycle and, uh, you know, it's considered insane, but it's like, is there literally no other, like, why is everyone else able to navigate this 
and she's not and then somehow it's the school's fault i mean if the purpose is we don't want motherfuckers texting in class we don't want people um you know violating the rules by um bringing weapons if that is the purpose that's the purpose like i I don't understand why it's such a big deal Mm. to me uh i i see the fairness for the fact that they basically banned all bags now if it was just specifically pocketbooks that's a whole nother thing but they was like look no pocketbooks no book bags no you know basically bring your ass and your books that's all we want to see in the class and from that aspect i understand uh and it's something where if you want to get the rules changed but like hey only see through pocketbooks you know or some shit like that but it's just one of those things where this mother feels like her child is above the rules and regulations and mm-hmm. it's one of those things to where like you say other young ladies have found a way to get around this they found a way to navigate <coughs> around this system and so not only is it inconveniencing your daughter it's inconveniencing all other females in the vicinity also uh and my thing is like this outrage should have been brought up to the to them when they was debate you know because they don't make changes just to make changes they make public announcements they have school i know here in cms they have shit where they allow parents to voice their opinions and shit like that mm-hmm. so these concerns should have been brought then but once something is kind of like a, a, a guideline or a bylaw you you have to abide by them and your child isn't special i think this is a situation where she wants her child to get special treatment and it's one of those things where i do understand what they're saying it was like unless it's something like severe medically severe that's abnormal your child gotta follow the rules also yeah i don't know it just feels like and it feels like the headline is misleading yes it is because the headline will make you upset as a female yeah it feels like they're trying to get the clicks for people to just be mad like oh they picked out this one girl everyone had purses went in her purse said feminine hygiene products oh you got to go you know like that's how it seems like they're saying it like oh your purse is filled with tampons well that's that's different sounds like they have a no purse policy now i don't know um the best way to operate around this because i'm not a woman honestly but if there's other women at the school and somehow they're navigating around it, I really don't understand what makes this girl so fucking special. No. Uh, yeah, and I, and I think that's the thing. It's one of the things where, like you said, they worded it a certain way to get parents outraged, to get uh, uh, students outraged and shit like that. But like I said, they banned all bags. So it's not like they just targeted purses because then I would say, okay, y'all targeting females. But they got look. You can't have a book bag either. Like it's no. You know, and if and who knows what kind of issues this school had to even get to that point or Ain't that the truth. You know, what are you stabbing folks with tampons? Come on. Yeah, well not with tampons, Karen. I'm just saying if someone got stabbed with a, a knife someone had in a purse or a razor blade, uh I can see why they were overreacting, be like, ban all of it. Cause that's how security is handled in America. Ban everything. Yeah, versus being realistic. <clears throat> yeah, so I mean, this could just be overreacting to, you know, uh, Sandy Hook or something like that. That's or, true, too. You know, people do that all the time. But, yeah, it, it the, sounds like the pol- problem here would be the zero tolerance policy, I which I think are all zero tolerance policies are almost always flawed to some extent. And mm-hmm. it doesn't leave any room for common sense. But no, it does not. If you're going to, to a school that has a zero tolerance policy, you got to know up front can't just be like i expected to be treated like an exception it's not gonna happen 
and I'm pretty sure <coughs> they told you, they told her, they sent flyers, they All had right. meetings, they have school assemblies. So you want to extract and surprise because right. And also, man, I wouldn't be surprised if the main reason they did this was the texting in your purses. Yeah, I really wouldn't be surprised because I guarantee. Uh, like people always like to think of everything on the up and up and they found the one situation that was fucked up but i guarantee you most of the people sitting in that class were texting in their purse or some shit like that not some oh i just keep my tampons in here it was mm-hmm. i was playing angry birds and not paying attention to class but mm-hmm. you know people think their kids are such fucking perfect angels and should never be in trouble by anybody except them like fuck you yeah fuck your badass kid too probably was doing some shit they have no business doing like well, let's pick the one good kid and be like, this is what it really is. Like, I've, I've been, I've been a kid. Majority mm-hmm. of the time, the people in the fucked up, uh, detention are fucking up. <laughs> let's be true. honest. Let's be honest, guys. Um, anyway, uh, it's time to play our games, guys. Just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Time for fucking with black people. Um, oh man, I just realized that uh, I had two more other articles I wanted to cover before I did fucking with black people. Fuck. Okay, we can go back. Uh, I'll cover this one tomorrow with Chris. Uh, I forgot to cover this one. Um, Kristen Dunst got in trouble because um people were mad. Uh, because she talked about traditional gender roles in Harper's Bazaar, UK. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> feminists are chanting off with their head after the at the Marie Antoinette star Kristen Dunst. Latest comments on gender roles were revealed in the May issue of Harper's Bazaar, UK. The 31-year-old cover girl has ha- has a more traditional view when it comes to relationships between men and women. I feel like the feminine has been a little undervalued. Uh, she told the magazine, we all have to get our own jobs and make our own money, but staying at home, nurturing, being a mother, cooking, it's a valuable thing my mom created. The Midnight Special Star, who has been dating actor Garrett Hedlund since the Sundance Film Festival January 2012, argues that finding a manly man is necessary. And sometimes you need your night, well, <clears throat> by the way, um, that, see, that is an inflammatory sentence. Necessary. But okay. And sometimes you need your knight in shining armor, continued Dutch, whose exes include Jake Gyllenhaal, Tobey Maguire, and Justin Long. I'm sorry. You need a man to be a man and a woman to be a woman. That's how relationships work. Naturally, her comments have stirred up controversy on internet sites like Jezebel and Uproxx have bashed Dutch comments. Kristen Dutch is not paid to write gender theory, so it shouldn't surprise anyone that she's kind of dumb about it, says Jezebel writer Aaron Gloria uh, Ryan. Um. Mm. What do you think about that? She has the right to her opinion. And a lot of people give opinions about shit that they don't specialize in. We live in a society that quote unquote thinks if you don't have a degree, if you don't have uh, the background, if you don't have the connections or whatever it is that automatically you're too stupid and too dumb and too intelligent to talk about and give your life opinions about a situation. And this is her opinion from her perspective and her point of view, and she has a right to it. And just like I've told you before, <coughs> and something that really, really, really makes me angry about the way uh, a lot, uh, some feminists are is for the fact that a lot of times women don't treat women that want a traditional life. They they want a, a heterosexual, I'm married, I got kids, 
I got a husband. I love my husband. I love my kids. I'm a stay-at-home mom. I'm happy doing this. This is my right and this is my choice. And you have people on it. Oh, fuck you. You, you. you just settled for this because you've been told to do that when that might be the shit she wants to do. The thing about being a feminist and fighting for feminist rights is giving all women all choices, all choices, not only not the choices that you think are right, but all choices, giving a woman a right to get married or not, a right to have kids or not, a right to have abortion or not, a right to be a traditional stay-at-home mom or not, a right to go into the workplace or not. To me, that's the definition of feminism. You stand up for all women, regardless of the color of skin, the creed, the race, the religion, and in the background. You don't stand up and say, well, bitch, you stupid. You, 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 when you say that, you're erasing the fact that she's a woman and she has the right to her opinion. And just because it doesn't match up with your theory or your think piece or whatever you want to say, it's automatically like, bitch, fuck you. And it's for the and the thing about it is that you're insulting those women who actually believe what she's saying, and they have the right to believe this. And that's the problem. You, 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 you're acting like. Her opinion don't matter because she's quote-unquote dumb. You don't know she's dumb. You're making this assumption because she's on a picture and she's pretty, and you assume that she has no goddamn common sense. Well, you don't know that. You're just basing it because you have these degrees, or you can write eloquently, or you can, or, or, or because you have a blog, or, a post, or whatever. But at the end of the day, every woman has a right, and to me, until you get to the point where feminism stands up for all women, regardless Feminism will never get the respect that it reserves because everybody puts their own personal rules and regulations on what they think feminism is. And feminism doesn't have to be tall, blonde, pretty, and white. Feminism can be dark, black, big, and ugly. And this is one of those things where when you look at it, it's just one of those things. It makes me mad when everybody puts their own definition on what it is. On what they think it is. Because all women comes in all shapes, colors, sizes, creeds. And when you do this, to me, it just makes me very, very upset and angry. And a lot of times people put their traditions and they want to make everybody feel like my tradition and my point of view is the only one. Yeah, it, for me, on one, white people, white women have run out of shit to talk about sometimes. Like, sometimes, like, when you read white feminist shit, it's just like, y'all really should just like start paying attention to other shit because y'all have run out of issues a actress had a different opinion about the roles she prefers in a relationship that's it that really was it she's not trying she's not uh, trying to become a uh relationship therapist she's not trying to become uh you know the only opinion and authority on relationships She's just giving her fucking opinion, number one. Number two, the title of the article that Erin uh, Gloria Ryan wrote is, Kristen Dunst thinks ladies in relationships should wife the fuck out. And see, now you're being salacious when you make that statement. Right. here, like You're being inflammatory on purpose because you need to paint her in as far a uh extreme as possible so that you can paint your t- opinion on, you know, like why she's a problem. Um, and the thing is, I don't know that someone needs to be paid in to write gender theory, to have an opinion on what they want out of a relationship. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think you get to say, well, you didn't go to school for this. You know, like you, you obviously don't know the correct answers 
to what like there's only one way to view this shit and it's this way through the prism that i have decided um or that i've dictated yeah like so there you know there's that thing where um you know she she's getting it so like it's just so fucked up too i don't think there's anything wrong with someone wanting to be um quote unquote uh you know feminine feminine housewife quote unquote or wanted to be um i want to deal with a manly man quote unquote i don't think there's anything wrong with that that's her personal preference yes like not everybody is living their life for your political correctness if that person's happy they're happy that's the end everyone's relationship is different and she's no more wrong for having feeling this way than you would be wrong for saying i want a man that he stays at home and cooks and cleans neither one of y'all have to be wrong and neither one of you need to be taking a task because of that shit and it's fucked up man because they shame the shit out of this out of people that you know simply have a more uh maybe traditional uh view on relationships and and they don't have any these people don't have anything to be ashamed of she's not hurting anybody you know it's just crazy like that you have to but it's like you have to be mad because you have to have something to write about every day so it's Kristen dunst needs to be taken down a peg Meanwhile, you're just capitalizing off the fact that Kristen Dunst is famous and you're not. So put her in a headline and talk shit about her. And then that will help you get more clicks. Of course. And it's just something to say and to write about. And I, I want to go back on something when I said before, mm-hmm. when I said ugly, I was speaking on Americans view and definition just in general, because mm-hmm. I don't want people to think I'm calling black people ugly. I mean, yeah. I thought about what I said and it, you know, so mm-hmm. I, before we start getting, no, you were saying opposite. You were saying yeah. opposites. Like if they yeah. say it can be tall, little, petite, pretty, yes. blonde, whatever you were saying, the opposite, like it could be big, short, black. Be, yeah. I know what you meant. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I understand why you cleared it up though. Cause I don't want to get written. Up. So black women ugly. Like, yeah, you know, that's they, not what I'm saying. Like, like right. that was my perspective. And, and like I said, it's, it's just funny. And, and I do, I do think that uh, a lot of times they don't have anything to write about. And the thing about the thing about feminism is that there are a lot of issues and a lot of problems. And there are real issues that women in general, and there are issues that white women can address that are bigger than Kristen Dunn. Nobody gives a fuck about her opinion. Kristen Dunn. I mean, Kristen Dunn. Nobody cares about what she's saying, but you made it a piece because you had to get those clicks when there are other issues that you can actually be writing about that can make a difference. Yeah, this is very funny that, you know, someone has to be wrong all the goddamn time yeah we can't just y'all can just differ in opinion like you don't know anybody matter of fact how small is your circle you don't know anybody that any women that are like yo you know i like me a a manly man stereotypical you know kill the spiders bring in the heavy lift the heavy shit cut the grass man that's what i want doesn't make me a bad feminist or a bad person doesn't mean I need to be caught out. You don't know anyone like that. You got a, that person's a problem now because they have a fucking preference. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. People live in these tiny ass bubbles. Um, anyway, <clears throat> uh, apparently, uh, like we said, we're supposed to be doing fucking with black people. Um, the, this is kind of a twofold fucking with black people. Clive and Bundy, who we haven't talked about on this show. Uh, cause I didn't find him newsworthy or important at all, <laughs> but, uh, he did become funny and that is a qualification for getting on the show. Um, Clive and Bundy is basically a guy who let his cows graze off of government land. And then, um, 
when uh the government was like yeah dog um it, you gotta pay and it's a much lower amount that he has to pay compared to others uh he still was like i ain't paying fuck that fuck y'all wow um and then he had a standoff and he had a ranch said something about letting his uh letting uh the women stand in front of them so that the government if they had a standoff would have to shoot the women and the government backed off because they didn't want another waco on their hands well apparently this motherfucker um you know conservatives were like all on you know standing up to the government which means standing up to obama which means standing up to a black man even though according to their own um their own principles this guy's as much a a government moocher and welfare recipient as any uh welfare queen quote-unquote that stereotypically they hate Mm -hmm. but you don't see it like that. right this guy is basically taking from the government and refusing to pay his fair share but somehow it's okay for him because he's a angry white conservative who's mad at, at at a black president uh, you know, this, and this shit to me, I don't give a fuck what people say. All goes back to, um, racism. Mm-hmm. This is one of those, like, wouldn't have been an issue under a white president. Suddenly the media wants to cover it. They want to lionize this guy, make him a hero because he's standing up to the black president who, you know, they don't even care that it doesn't fit with their fucking, um, uh with their ideals. And he's going against everything that they stand for. Yeah, they don't even care. This is, hey, he's standing up. Um, which is funny because to me, a lot of that idiocy is the same idiocy where prejudice comes from and racism comes from. Mm-hmm. So color me not surprised at all when, uh, they dropped a clip of him, uh, giving his, uh, ideas about race in America and what needs to happen for, uh, certain people. Uh, and by certain people, of course, I mean I blacks. Tell you one more thing I know about the Negro. When I, when I go, when, uh, by the way, uh, Never good when you start off. Let me tell you one more thing I know about the Negro. Ah! I want to tell you one more thing I know about the Negro. When I when I go went uh, go through Las Vegas, North Las Vegas, <clears throat> and I would see these little government houses, and in front of that government house, the the door was usually open, and the 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 older people and the kids, and there's always at least a half a dozen people sitting on the porch. They didn't have nothing to do. They didn't have nothing for their kids to do. They didn't have nothing for their young girls to do. And because they were basically on government subsidy, and so now what do they do? They abort their, their young children. They put their young men in jail because they never, they never learned how to pick cotton. And I've often wondered, are they better off as slaves picking cotton, having family life and doing things? Or are they better off under government subsidy? Yeah, they didn't get no more freedom. They got less freedom. They had less uh, family uh, alive and their happiness. You can see in their faces they weren't happy sitting on that concrete sidewalk. Down there they were probably growing their turnips. So that's all government. That's not freedom. So there you have it, Karen. Black people better off under slavery. I guess we was. Boy, we stopped picking that cotton. Boy, we got unhappy. 100. 100. 110 for me <clears throat> just for the fact that you use Negro. 
course all the conservatives backed off of it yeah once he started talking like that he no longer was the darling of the republican party um so uh Rand, all of a sudden Rand paul denounced the comments uh said uh his marks on race are offensive and i wholeheartedly disagree with him he said through a spokesman um so yeah it's just very um very funny how people can't see this shit goes hand in hand they, he's not a trained politician he doesn't speak the code Mm-mm. you know but uh yeah and and this slavery narrative that's been going on the last couple of years with the whole like black people benefit from the government and quote-unquote entitlement programs which don't get me started on that shit because yeah I got uh i'll tell you what's entitlement um the government tax code in general you shouldn't be rewarded for having children owning a house starting a business uh getting married none of this shit if you want the government out of your life don't then get the government out of your life for everything you don't want the government involved in fucking giving out uh welfare or job benefits then i don't want the government involved in writing off your tax uh on your house on your interest how about that oh nobody won't talk about that right it's only when it's only when you assume black people are benefit from something that it becomes the government handout. Everybody's on the government tent, period. Um, but yeah, so a hundred for his ass. Um, also conservative black chick on uh, Twitter, mm-hmm. GOP black chick who people run through her mentions all the time. And apparently she's the darling of a lot of conservatives because, you know, she's a person that said that uh, Trayvon Martin's death was his mother's fault. Never forget never forget um Ah! so uh she was on cnn um covered a story where uh she um ended up uh being interviewed and she was basically saying that the conservative party was wrong on clive and bundy um and uh the article goes i don't know what's more offensive right you're and bundy telling blacks they're better off as slaves picking cottons or conservatives who continue to defend them because some conservatives you know this is all politics to them mm-hmm. your race is not real to them mm-hmm. this is a game to them so one of the reasons i don't dis- i don't discuss trayvon martin with some p- certain people because they think it's just a fucking game and it's not a game to me now you make me mad yeah like i i actually do have stake in this that is my life not a a theory in my opinion, you know, yeah, not not something to to play with. That's why even on um, uh, Facebook, I put things out there, and people have hit me up. And sometimes I've just had to flat ignore people because I go, if I respond, we will. And I know these people in real life. But like, if I respond, it's gonna be very awkward when we see each other. Like, I'm gonna be fine, but you're gonna look at me like I'm crazy because yeah. I'm not gonna want to hear any explanations. I'm gonna tell you how I feel, and you're not gonna like it. Yeah, and I might not be fine to be quite honest with uh, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, I might not. Depending so on what I would, you say, I would rather not talk about it as if it doesn't matter. You know, well, um, some people are feeling sorry for her because you know she basically um, you know wrote this piece about how conservatives are just missing the boat. Uh, black chick right yeah gop black chick okay. conservatives are missing the boat they're coming down on her uh for this for having a dissenting opinion that you know she no longer uh understands why they're defending bundy and um she says i tweeted my outrage at bundy's remarks who by the way is a republican and to my surprise many of my followers excuse his behavior tweeting like this i don't think he's a racist just old school GLP black chick at or someone says at GLP black chick sounding sounding N B and R two different things. I don't think he's a racist, just old school. Um 
more like Clavin Bundy is an old school racist. What I responded, others tweeted me thing like I need to go back and watch the clip with an open mind, like which is funny because as soon as she mentioned race in a way that said that this person is racist she i know she immediately lost a ton of people that only follow her to give cover to their racism of course like oh how dare you have an opinion that would ever say anyone is racist that is a republican or conservative you're only allowed to say that about the other side if slavery was such a great institution and better than being on welfare, as Bundy declared, why doesn't Bundy go back in time, become a slave, and pick cotton for plantation owners without getting paid? He needs a history lesson about the horrors of slavery and why we, blacks, no longer call ourselves Negroes. I'm glad to see many conservatives swiftly condemn Bundy's comments, but the real insult to injury as a black conservative woman is they never should have embraced him in the first place. Wow, that's bold for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people applauding her, but mm, still said Trayvon, mama got him killed so conservatives are supposed to be the party that believes in adhering to the constitution the law of the land we talk about this point of recession made myself included with regards to issues like immigration affirmative action obamacare etc yet conservatives of all kinds couldn't wait to support nevada rancher cliven bundy who for over 20 years has refused to follow the law of our land the constitution by not paying over one million dollars in grazing fees to the bureau of land management uh yeah they because he's a white this is the thing she's put herself in a situation where she can't say what we all know because he a white dude that is confronting a black presidency a government quote-unquote attributed to a black presidency um so people are like since we're not in charge of the government we're pro this dude being even if he's wrong being on our side of course. Anyone telling Obama no is our friend. Well, and she got caught up in that. Of course. And this is one of those things where it's like, how dare you acknowledge race? Mm-hmm. How dare you talk about, uh, how dare you bring up your race? Right. How dare now you make us feel weird because you began to talk about how different you are than us. I thought we were the same. We don't see color. Yeah. You know. We don't see color um, because we won't talk about it. I mean, it we, doesn't make it go yeah. away, and it doesn't mean it don't exist. Yeah. And how dare you re-remind us of it? Come on now. Yep. But, um, yeah. And they, I'm they, surprised she didn't get backlash from the people that supported her. Mm-hmm. And call, and basically calling her a lot of names. <coughs> you know, oh, now you a nigga? You know, and shit like that. I'm pretty sure she got a lot of that shit up and down her timeline. Yeah, and I'm sure a lot of black people went on her timeline, too, and were mad. Because she's made a lot of black people mad over time. But, um, yeah, it i'm I, like i said i don't really have um much sympathy for her you know i know she's a black person black woman and to that level i'll always have some sort of like uh empathy for her as a human being but mm-hmm. no you're a disgusting human being you've said and done some fucking terrible things in the name of drumming up social media um anger and angst and fucking with black people and oh, yeah uh you know i've seen the things she's gone back and forth with uh black people on my timeline and mm-hmm. some of the things that she's been willing to promote in order to push herself in a higher light and pardon me if i have less than zero sympathy for a person uh that is disgusting like that yeah now you want to act shocked and surprised yeah guess okay. what oh racism is the thing you didn't realize you were giving cover for it all this time okay and and, and let's be honest in a week or two something will happen and she'll be you know, back. this Donald Sterling thing will happen or something. And she'll she'll find a way to be like, well, this is why it's okay, because that's what she does. Oh yeah, and just says the most outlandish shit she can say 
for retweets and posts and all yeah. that stuff. And a lot of people do it. I'm just not down for that. But a lot of people are really into that. I see people argue with her all damn day. And, you know, I don't follow her or anything like that. But even if you don't follow her, her shit will end up hitting your timeline. And you're like, oh, why? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, this you know, she was fine with being um, – uh, she was fine with being Trump trumpeted by this party, you know. Uh, like here, like here, I just went to her pages to see if Sterling should be dumped by the NBA, according to at Reverend the, the Reverend Al Sharpton. Good old Al should have been should have never been hired by MSNBC. So you know already. So all the people that had sympathy for that and oh wow, she's a victim and she's only concerned by herself. Of course, that's it. That's it. She didn't give a fuck about you as a black person. You know what I mean? It's just whatever is helping herself out. Um, yeah. Uh, catch Reverend Al Sharpton, NBC News, casting aspersions on Donald Sterling from one racist to another pot meat kettle. You know? So this is, uh, this is what, this is what she does, man. Mm-hmm. Apparently Don Sterling, the racist Jew who changed his name is a dim. Yes, they're racist too. How many dims embrace Don? So now we have to play the, so-and-so is racist, so therefore they're not part of my party. So, all right. Um, and, uh, let's get into our other game, which of course, speaking of racism, guess the race. Let's play some guess the race. Let's do it. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show going across all of podcast land where we read or play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, the chat room, to guess the race. The chat room is racist. Um, also, uh, 100 for GLP Black Chick, by the way. Of course. Because I know some black people that were like, oh, see, I understand, sister. You going through the struggle just like we. Oh, wait a no. minute. You back to being racist. Oh, yeah. my bad. Yeah, she just needs to shake it off. Yeah. Take a nap. Um, <clears throat> all right. Here's our first story Las Vegas. A Las Vegas woman was placed behind bars, charged with grand larceny and possession of stolen property after police recovered a watch valued at $35,000 from her vagina. Oh, my. Yep. Um, Las Vegas Metro Police said. They were called to the Wynn Hotel Casino January 15th to assist in a theft investigation. My vagina is expensive. What you got for your vagina, girl? Only 35,000K. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch that vagina. Oh, I, I, I question. Did it cut a coochie? I mean, I don't... Well, it was a Rolex, so it just swept. It didn't take care of it. Okay, I was, about, I was about to say, you know, watch, you know, watches don't ain't, ain't smooth. You know, they have crevices and holes and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because I've had watches on that, that, like, actually made my, like, hair on my arm get snatched in it. You know? Mm-hmm. So I could imagine. I wonder if the police were interrogating her, like, ma'am, do you have the watch in question? <laughs> uh, no. Ma'am, um, what is that sound coming out of your vagina? What sound? I think, uh, I think I hear, like, maybe a, is that a ticking sound? Nope. I'm just, uh, ah! just sitting here like you're sitting here. Maybe it's something else. Uh, it could be anything ticking. 
Oh, ma'am, there is no watches on the wall or anything. What yeah. is that ticking, ma'am? Uh, maybe someone left the faucet running. Uh, it could be a faucet running. Um, but uh, apparently um, uh, the victim, Kenneth Harold, 66, told police he had earlier met Christine Lafave, 25, at a bar on the casino floor, according to Lafave. The rest report, she told that she did pri- she did private massages and they would cost her three hundred dollars. She was a whore. Oh, she do the happy endings thing they talk about. Oh uh, no, she fucks Karen. That that's private ma- three hundred dollars. No one call- charges three hundred dollars to jerk you off. That's like sixty dollars in a Asian ah! parlor or some shit. She's a prostitute. Oh, who happened just to ro- throw some oil on you first? Yeah, what was her underwear doing off to put in a watch anyway? That's true. Oh, I couldn't imagine the cleanup. But who wanna watch out this bit of your vagina? Right. Sorry. But like oh. his well, this is a nice watch, but it smells kind of hmm. Uh Harold paid LeFave and the two left for his room. Harold in the arrest report said that about thirty minutes into the massage, LeFave instructed him to remove his watch, described a yellow Rolex presidential watch, so she could massage his arm. He placed the watch next to the massage table. After five minutes later, Harold said he noticed the watch was missing. She denied having taken it. Pol- Metro police said LaFave became combative with hotel security when investigated. She was placed in handcuffs. According to a report, LaFave told Metro police that Harold became upset when she refused to perform a sex act on him without a condom. Yeah, they were going to fuck. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that, and notice, without a condom. Not perform a sex act. I wouldn't do it without a condom. No. Yeah. According to the report, LaFave later admitted she had the watch, which she had placed inside her vagina. The police said, oh, so it's pussy time, and reached uh-huh. in there and got it. Yeah, how did they get it out? I don't know. Uh, did they have to go to OGBYN? Did somebody reach their hand up in there? Like, how do you get that? Like, ma'am, you're going to have to get that out yourself. Right. Get in there and reach it out. Um, it's like, you put it in there, ma'am. She was taken to the university medical center where medical staff performed an x-ray on her and removed the watch. Oh, so the medical... Man, could you imagine the medical staff going, wait a minute. Is this another one of those what, pussy watches? What is that three centimeters in her side of her vagina? Wait a mm-hmm. minute. Oh, I think the shit is ticking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, guess the race of, uh, what was her name? Uh, Lafave. Christine Lafave. Uh, pussy watch, uh, thief. You know, um, let's see. I wonder if the, I wonder if the, uh, watch would have, like, if the watch gets wet, you know, sometimes it, the battery will die. I um, hope it's waterproof, cause if it ain't, that's mm-hmm. it. Uh, she got that million dollar pussy white, wide thigh gap white, pussy galore white. She got her hair braided on the streets of Jamaica and was learning how to dirty wine and tick. Wow. <laughs> They clocked that puss white, cunt smuggler with a provolone smelling puss, puss, see, pussy. Her pussy takes a licking and kept on ticking white. Oh my. <laughs> white. A white woman who just wanted to see about a biological clock. She was showing him how her pussy works. Bet you didn't know I could make a Rolex fit up there white. <laughs> uh, looks like Michael Jackson in Remember the Time video white. Oh. That's good. Correct answer is, is, uh, here we go, white. (laughs) Yep. Um, All right, let's go to the next one. Uh, An Arkansas cop, ex-cop, I mean, was killed while trying to set an anti-corruption blogger's hot dog cart on fire. 
a former police officer died while I trying like my hot dogs burnt fuck your water <laughs> a former police officer died while trying to set ablaze a food cart belonging to a blogger who exposed crooked cops and other corrupt city officials ArkansasMatters.com reported Friday that former Little Rock police officer Todd Payne died when blogger Ian Bordeaux, pictured above, tackled him as Payne tried to flee the scene of the attempted arson. Bordeaux is the proprietor of the Corruption Sucks blog, a webpage dedicated to exposing corruption in the Little Rock local government and in the state government of Arkansas. At about 4.30 a.m. on Friday, he awoke to find the hot dog cart he operated for a living in flames. I looked outside of my and my hot dog cart's on fire, he told KARK. The cart operated on propane tanks, which Bordeaux said could have blown up in up the house. He, t- he called 911, then ran outside in the bathroom to put out the blaze. That was when he noticed a heavyset man in a mask running away. Bordeaux was too busy trying to put out the flames then, he said. But about 15 minutes later, the man in the mask came back. <gasps> a blogger watched from inside his house as the masked man tried to restart the fire. Running outside oh. again, Bordeaux said he tackled the man as he attempted to flee, hoping to, poli- to hold him until police arrived. Payne hit the pavement face first, however, and died from his injuries. Bordeaux said his only desire was to immobilize the perpetrator and hand him over to authorities. He quickly realized, however, the dead man was former LRPD officer cop Creepy Todd Payne. What a name. Creepy Todd. That's a name for you. A fucking. How did you get that name, sir? Yeah. Who was fired from the force in 2010 for multiple violations, including a DUI crash in which Payne attempted to leave the scene. Incidences of witness intimidation, lying to superiors and dereliction of duty. Bordeaux has written extensively about Payne that corruption sucks and believes that the former cop was attempted to strike back at him for exposing his crimes. Guess the race. Uh, Guess the race of the cop, Todd Creepy Todd Payne, the ex-cop who tried to blow up the hot dog cart uh, in a mask and ended up dying. Um, let's check the chat room see what they say. Vic Mackey White, black cops aren't out in the streets blowing up Mobile spots, white. Happy slave owner, Fat Vic Mackey, Dirty as Harry. Ha! Doofy from Scary Movie. He didn't start the fire, Billy Joel. Yeah. Um, the correct answer is white. That's correct. Uh, let's go to the bonus round, guys. Double the points, double the race, double the points and the race. That's right, it's the bonus round of Guess the Race where everything's worth double the points, double the racism. Everybody's two for two right now. Let's see if we can break this tie. Um, last story, guys. Last story. Um, a 19-year-old Tennessee woman has a loaded handgun hidden in her vagina when she was brought into jail after... <laughs> God, nobody, what... It's women's vagina, small purses we can fit. See, guns, and that is exactly that's exactly why that principal Watches. was right, Karen. The principal was right. You don't need no outside purse. Your yeah. whole vagina is a purse. Just put the tampons in there already. You can keep extra tampons into with your regular tampons. Push them to the side. Uh, yeah. Shit, put it, put your cell phone up there too. Put it in your coin purse, aka your butthole. <laughs> um, she was brought into jail afternoon uh, yesterday afternoon following a collar for a driving with a suspended license 
a dallas archer as dallas archer was being booked in the kingsport jail a female corrections officer alerted to an unknown object in the teenager's crotch during the search the jailer and a female cop then accompanied archer to a bathroom for further examination a review that led to the discovery of a north america arms 22 lr revolver loaded with loaded oh my god which miss dallas had concealed in her vagina according to kingsport police department uh police department report a subsequent check revealed that the five-shot mini revolver, which is four inches in length, had been stolen from an auto burglary in 2013. The handgun, which was valued at $250, is owned by John Souther, a 70-year-old retired car salesman. In a TSG interview, uh, Souther said that the gun was taken from his 1994 Mustang, which was ransacked last year while parked in his Kingsport carport. Souther said that the police told him that the revolver had been recovered but offered no further details they said don't smell it just just <laughs> you might want to wash that off first yeah uh this is cooch pistol yes um when told that the gun where the gun had been stashed Souther said oh gosh <laughs> then he smelled it longingly across his nose and touched himself i hope not uh, he noted that he would eventually like the little fellow return, but added that the weapon would not, would require a bath and bleach. Uh, news of the weapon in Archer's vagina was first reported by Kingsport Times News. Archer seen above mugshot was charged with f- gun possession, including contraband into a penal facility. Ha, <laughs> penal. Yeah. Uh, according to a jail officer, Archer was released from custody after posting $6,000 bond, something, uh, oh yeah, we've covered this before. But, uh, let's check the chat room, uh, guess the race. Pam from Archer White. Uh, she got that killer pussy white. White. Once you go Smith and Wesson, white. Released white. Ha! Ah, white. Aww. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I want, like, I would be scared of, to take it out of her vagina because, like, what if it went off? Her vagina. Yeah, but fuck around and shoot your leg, shoot your foot. I mean, cause you know, your vagina's aiming downwards. Mm-hmm. You the thigh. You don't tell them what you hit. Well, that's if the gun is pointed out, Karen. It's probably pointed in. The handle out. Oh. One who just wants to shot, uh, to shoot back after back shots, white. Oh, won't be, shoot, miss all your over results. Her vag was smoke, smoke, lock, smoking, locked and loaded, white. Oh. Uh, yellow t-shirt, uh, pussy control, white. The correct answer is everyone got it white. You guys are all winners in our book today. Yeah, chat room been on it. Uh, all, all of them. Last story. A man who threatened to kill his partner and tried to cut her with a samurai sword during a sustained attack at his Telford flat has been jailed for 22 months. That's it. That's all? John Dolby turned into a maniac when he arrived home with his partner, Shrewsbury Crown Court, heard yesterday. Mr. Kevin Jones, prosecutor, said Doby drew the sword over her left wrist during the attack. It was blunt and did not injure her. Doby, 44, of King Street Dolly, admitted assaulting his partner, causing her actual bodily harm in the incident of February this year. He also admitted being in breach of an 18-month conditional charge imposed last April for a public order offense. Doby was jailed for 20 months on the assault charge and for an additional two months for the breach. Mr. Kevin Jones, prosecuting, said the court, Doby, told the court Doby and his partner had been in a relationship for nine months. He said that on the day in question, the pair went out for a drink and Doby smoked some cannabis, after which they went back to his flat. Like, that's an excuse. I was high on weed. Ah. You know how weed makes people violent? Yeah, apparently so. The court heard the pair had been on friendly terms when they were out drinking, but the mood changed when they got to the flat. 
Mr. Michael Sherwood Smith defendant said the victims had said Dobie did not like her talking about her ex-husband and added he was very affectionate, but the mood changed and the conversation changed to her ex-husband. Well, I mean, it's been nine months. Why are you bringing her up? It is from there, according to her, he turned into a maniac. Mr. Jones said Dobie grabbed her around the throat, pulled her to the floor and kicked her in the head, stomach and ribs before drawing the sword across her wrist. Mr. Doby, Mr. Jones said Doby told her, I'm going to kill you and I'm going to chop you up. The court heard Doby then apologized and tried to kiss his partner, but after taking her into the bedroom, renewed the attack, grabbed her by the throat and threatened to kill her again. Uh, Mr. Sherwood Smith said alcohol played a part in the majority of his offending. You don't say. The attack continued in the bedroom after a lull, and Dobie again grabbed her by the throat and threatened to kill her. The court was told Dobie had a string of previous convictions, including two for assaulting his partner. <sighs> this is why we can't have nice things. Why does this man need a sword, and why is he only getting 22 months? To me, because the sword didn't cut her, is the same as saying, well, I was going to kill my wife with the gun jam. Well, just give him 22 months. You know, I mean, you tried to kill her, but ah! you didn't do a good job. So let's not lock you up too long. Maybe you can get out and give it another crack. What do you say, old boy? Give her another go, why don't you? That's, this way you get a real jail time. Yep. Uh, all right, man. This has been the Blackout Test Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with comedian friend of the show, Chris Lambert, mm-hmm. uh, at 9 p.m. So we'll see you then. Uh, don't forget to go to Shadow Dog Productions' YouTube page, mm-hmm. youtube.com slash Shadow Dog Production. And don't forget also to check out Adam and Eve uh, and uh, adamandeve.com and that code TBGWT to get all your discounts. Until tomorrow, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah.